Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. People always accuse the French of being elitist. I'm going to list a few things, and I want you to say which country does them the best. Wine. France. Mm-hmm. Cheese. France. Fashion. France. Comedy. Uh, France, yeah. Oh, I mean, shut the fuck no, up. US, US, Shut US. the fuck US. up. Pasha. Tosh Show. Tosh Show for show. Welcome to Tosh Show. I'm your host, Daniel Tosh. This is exciting. This is the fourth episode. Can you believe it, Eddie? We've done four already. It's great. It's great. How many do we have to do until somebody comes calling and says, listen, we want to buy this show outright and give you five hundred billion dollars. <laughs> so here we are with our fourth episode and the feedback has been overwhelmingly negative in person. Online, I'm told the feedback has been pretty positive, but to my face, a lot of family members have not appreciated some of the comments that I've made. Like I tell you, the comments on YouTube, overwhelmingly positive. Comments on YouTube, overwhelmingly positive. Oh, man. I hope that translates into ad dollars and subscriptions. <laughs> uh, I'm told that's very important. Let me, uh, I got to set a few uh, things straight. I shot uh, a handful of these interviews before the first one aired. So I'm still working things out. So I, I, don't, I don't read a lot of the comments because they depress me. But 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 I actually I I, I should I, I should take time out to hear what the fans of this show are saying. So Eddie, you you've uh, you've gotten a few selects. I do. All right, let's uh let's read some of these. My new favorite podcast, keep it going. I don't even want to be anyone's favorite podcast. There's so many great podcasts out there. My goal is is to to, to skyrocket uh, to, to, in your top five, I'll be honest, top 10 is really, is plenty good enough. 
But you're going to, you're going to learn, you're going to learn one day that, you know, having everything that you could ever want isn't that great. (laughs) 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 All right. What else? What are these people saying? Let's go. Give me another one. All right. A little late to the game, son. Yeah. That's the genius behind me. I like to wait till everybody's sick of a genre and then I, I go full, full bore. The king is back. Oh, that's from Theo Vaughn. Oh, that's nice. Now, he, now there's somebody that's like somebody's number one podcast. That's fine. That, that's who she, he can be your number one. And then me, like four, five, or six. Bro, this is dope. I'm so glad you're back. Already subbed and liked. Keep up the funny shit. Well, I'm glad you subbed. <laughs> <laughs> Keep subbing. Call it Tosh Point Show. Tosh Point Show was too close for the lawyers to feel comfortable. Please change the intro, please. I don't like the intro either. I just heard it the other day. Man, that's bad. So I'm sure we'll use it for a year. This is great. Should just maybe keep off the editing for a more organic feel, though. You guys are editing me? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just now finding this out. Tone down on the editing. For real. This is a podcast. Let it flow naturally. Dead air is perfectly acceptable. Save the super editing for the YouTube shorts. Dead air is perfectly acceptable. Let's put that to the test. Was that enjoyable? I'll tell you another reason I need an editor is because I'm not afraid to say things into a microphone that's being recorded. I need someone to be the adult in the room. Like just the other day, I was trying to explain uh, my least favorite race of people. And that's why they're my least favorite. Next comment. Really don't like the producer voiceover chime-ins. Just going to put that out there. I don't like them either. He didn't give her anything from his house. It was a good streak while it lasted. Guys, there's going to be a few episodes where they don't get a gift because I didn't start doing the gift until like the fourth or fifth interview. This is needed. I like Tosh.0, but when Tosh isn't being forced by network to pump outrageous comments every line, it feels way more genuine while still being hilarious. I could watch him talk to his landlord forever. All right, hold on. First of all, it's insane how long this thing is. I'm not going to let you finish it. In what world would I have a landlord? You have any idea how many properties I own? I'd actually love to see Tosh talk to some comedians. That's pretty good. If no one's done that, I think we should we should try that. I assume there's got to be a writing team behind this, right? No way he's coming up with all these non-sequesters by himself. Great show. Oh, I think he meant sequiturs, Eddie. Mm. The team of people that create this show is three people. It's Eddie, who pitches me nonsense all day long and then and then there's uh then there's John and Pete three white middle-aged married men that were blackballed from comedy <laughs> that's not true but they are white that part's true yep they're very white too white if you ask me John, John is definitely too white. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> John is too white. He's pale and he's from Ohio. I'm not a fan of the stained gray wood borders on the videos. I suggest consulting a second or third marketing branding graphics company to redefine the vibe of your creative look. I would recommend you unsubscribe. Is there an unsubscribe button? Border needs to go. Full screen, please. Annoying, distracting, unnecessary. Okay. So there's there's two votes. Border is annoying. Oh, that's three. Sup with the weird border. I'm telling you. I'm going to have to turn the comments off. Tosh is back. So happy, but please get rid of the weird panel border. What if, what if we started putting ads 
like like a crawl that went around the border the whole way, or or, or more information or jokes in the border. Then maybe people would like it. Then amazing, you're back. Get rid of the border around the screen, though. Be careful, or I'll make the goddamn frame bigger. Really dig the picture frame border for the show. Makes me feel like I'm back in my childhood bedroom watching Tosh.0. Hey, there's one for they like the border. The border stays. If Tosh still drives a Subaru, then we can expect the same above average content as Tosh.0. I do still drive a Subaru. Subaru? I'm still driving one. I don't drive an Outback anymore. I have the Ascent. Three rows because I've got a family. I also drive a Rivian. Rivian, are you a sponsor? You should be. Go ahead and sponsor the show, Rivian. Hey, Tosh, great show, but can we get this shot in 4K? I don't know. Can we shoot this in 4K? We shoot it in 6K. We shoot it in 6K. I hope he comes back to stand-up to show these goofballs what's up. I have never stopped doing stand-up comedy. I do tons of stand-up comedy. And I'll be honest with you, it's gotten so much better. My comedy is so much better than it used to be. It's so much richer. Can I invest in this? Tosh is going to be greater than Joe Rogan. No. Last comment. Last comment already? Yeah. Three episodes in, and this is officially my favorite comedian podcast. The format, the guests, the length, the hilarious yet insightful interviews. Everything is just perfect. All right. The show's perfect. Let's get on with it. Today's guest is no exception. He's also perfect. He's one of my closest friends, but he's foreign. Boo. I knew that was going to get some of you. <laughs> I love foreigners. They think me needling them is me just being direct because every other country that's not the U.S. is rude as shit. All that being said, I'm proud to call this Frenchie mon ami. Enjoy. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... 
same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. My guest today is France's greatest gift to America since the Statue of Liberty. He's a beautiful Frenchman living in Los Angeles. I've known him for many years, and I still have no idea how he affords to live in my neighborhood. He's my only friend who's never been on my payroll. He texts me more than my wife. Please welcome Pierre. Hello, Daniel. Thank you. Pierre, how many times a day do you think you text me? Well, at least when I wake up, you're the first person I text. Um, <laughs> a few times in the morning, after lunch, after my nap, and at night to say good night. So <laughs> a few times. <laughs> I wish you were joking. You're not joking at all. When I text you that, that, that I have to, uh, that I'm, we're going to go surfing, but I have to poop first. Mm. H- how long does that mean? Well, you spend a lot of time in the, uh-huh. on the chair. How long? Yeah, well. Well, you go a few times a day because I feel like every time I text you, you poop. No, me. before I surf, I make sure I poop because I, um, I, I have to go. It's at least 20 30, minutes, at 20 least twenty minutes, twenty yeah, minutes. Yeah. Fair enough. This is the first question I ask all my guests: Do you believe in ghosts? No, that's right. Uh, of, no, don't say anything else. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> you don't believe in ghosts, right? Exactly. I knew. And to be honest with you, when I asked you that question right there, I wasn't sure how you were going to answer it. But then, as soon as you said no, I was like, "Good, thank God." I've known Pierre for many years. We we met surfing. You're obviously not from California. You're from France. What part of France are you from? I'm from the north. I'm from a, a little place called Digulville. It's 200 people in Normandy. Tiny place. Your parents still live there? Yeah, it's still there. It's beautiful? It's it's nice. Yeah, it's quiet. You, you live in a castle? My grandma. Yeah, she has like an old castle. But How long have you lived in America? 14 years. 14 years? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. I've been knowing you for... Ten maybe, at least. Yeah. Where did you uh, Where did you live before America? I spent I spent one year in in Australia. That's how you learned English. Uh, I actually learned English mostly. My roommates in France because I live down south were from England, so they told me a lot of uh, English and bad words. What kind of bad words? Can, can I say that here? You say whatever word you want to say. Can't. Can't. They taught you were cunt. Can't. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, when did you learn fuck? Did you learn that right away? Fuck yeah, it's pretty popular. Ah, oh, very popular. Do mm. people say it in France? No, but we have a school. We say that it's called La Fac. It's after, when you graduate from college, you mm. go to, well, before we go to Fac, it's F-A-C, I think. So we call it La Fac, but English people say it's fuck. You went to college for, for like agriculture? What yeah, you- yeah, I study, I study farming. Uh-huh. I studied farming until I was 16. But yeah, around 16, I was sick of it because I had to wake up early and uh, wake up at five and the cow keep pooping on my face, you know, because you have to get the milk from under. I don't so, think you have to put your face underneath it. Yeah, you're under. You have to work from under. Okay. Yeah. And then I went to gardening. I did some gardening for a long time. 
Yeah. No, I knew I knew that you knew gardening and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, farming and gardening. You but I forgot. I forgot everything, actually. It's weird that you say that you don't like to, you didn't like waking up early because the reality is you and I get up earlier than everyone I know. Yeah, it's full. We go surfing. Right. We like to surf early, <laughs> but but in general, we're always up. We're up. 5.36. Yeah. I met you surfing mm-hmm. and you were with your beautiful girlfriend. No. Oh, no. <laughs> I loved her so much more than you did. Yeah, that's why you stopped talking to me because you wanted to talk to her. Yeah, I did. Well, I was still, I was still in a relationship. I wasn't married at the time, but I was in a relationship. But and she was wonderful. And you don't like her. You didn't like her no, very much. No, we don't talk. All right. So what's mm. your what's your deal? You you live in a neighborhood full of elitist assholes like myself, uh-huh. Jeff Bezos, the King of Jordan. All these people living, and then you, you found this this weird little, you know, nook in Malibu. Why did you come there? Well, at first that was for, for surfing and that was peaceful, mm-hmm. trying to find some rich woman. Mm-hmm. But I said that for you. That was your goal? To no, find it wasn't rich... my goal, but I've, I had a story with a, with a rich woman there. That you lived with? Uh, maybe I didn't tell you. Tell <laughs> I've I've heard many of your stories. You now, you've you've slept with tons and tons of no, people. No, no. I'm going to give you a number. You tell me over or under in your lifetime. Well, women I slept with. Yeah, I'm going to say no. I don't know. I, didn't I, count. Know, I know. I know you don't count. I'm going to say 100 over or under. Maybe I don't know. Maybe more. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's good. Now, how did you become uh, an American citizen? Your first attempt at becoming oh, an American it's a long citizen. Story. Oh, yes, but it's a good one. I married my friend. You married a friend that was, and yeah. you had to be married for two years to become a citizen. Yeah, yeah. But the funny story is, so I never kissed my wife. Or you never kissed her. Never slept with her. Uh huh. But some of my friend did. Your friend slept yeah, with your wife. Yeah, my friend. Oh, I, I, there's a word for that. Can baby slept with my wife? Uh huh. He goes, I did. And in the butt. Oh, you just did. Okay. <laughs> <That's nice>. so, <laughs> you have to be married for two years to be yeah. able to say, and then at a year and a half, she tells you, hey, I fell in love with this guy and I'm going to get married. So I have to divorce you right before you became exactly. a citizen. Were you upset with her when she called off your, your marriage? A little bit, but at the same time, I couldn't be... I couldn't go that far if she wasn't there. So I had mixed feelings. I was a bit upset, but at the same time, like if she didn't propose to me to get married at first, I won't be here anyway. So, okay. But now we're all good. Like, so how did great. you become a citizen then? Then you did it the, the proper way? When I got my green card, finally got my green card. After a couple of years, you can become a citizen. And at the time, I had on those apps, you know, the dating app. Mm-hmm. And I met a girl on the dating app and had some, some fun with her. And... I ask her, what do you do for a living? And she said, I'm an immigration lawyer. Uh-huh. What are the odds of this? Yeah. And I say, can I have a little uh, uh, gift? Like, can I get a little BJ when, for my welcoming to the U.S.? And she said, yeah, of course. So I got my citizenship and a little gift. And a gift. Yeah. Oh, and a- <laughs> <laughs> how come your immigration photo, when you became a citizen, how come We Man was in your photo? Ah, because he's a friend of a friend, and uh, he's he's actually a very nice guy. He wanted to be there. He wanted to to support. Yeah, makes no sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> Do you know who Kato Kalin is? Who Kato Kalin? Kato, no. Do you know who O.J. Simpson is? 
That was a baseball player, no? Baseball player? No, no. He was a football player. But he, football. He, and, he, and he murdered uh, two people. Okay. You remember that? No. You don't remember that? No. Well, anyway, he had a, he had a, a person that lived in his, his guest house, Cato Kalin. It's okay. kind of like you. He was like a real popular. Uh, he had a moment. Yeah, I don't. He, I don't want to kill anybody. No, no, the, <laughs> you're not the person that killed. I would be the person that would kill in this scenario, and then you're the person that lives in the guest house. Have you always lived in guest houses? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I mean, since I'm in the U.S., yeah, yeah. How old are you? I just turned forty-five. Forty-five. Mm. But you've lied about your age before. Actually, I did. Yeah. How do you know? Well, I, I With was the just song? the song. <laughs> Some girl wrote a song about you. That's true. Did you love it that she wrote a song about you because you're I such an surprised. egomaniac? No, I mean, it's, I was very f- flattered. Uh-huh. Um, but then it was... I like- found out randomly. I opened internet and I saw that song and I listened to the lyrics. Like, damn, it sounds like it's about me. Mm-hmm. But What's well, called I, Pierre. I, yeah. <laughs> so that was... Was that, the fir- was that the first clue? And you, you were dating the person that wrote it. How many times did you listen to the song? A million times. <laughs> <laughs> How is dating in LA? Do you like dating in Los Angeles? The girls like honestly, the girls are beautiful, but it's just the game. It's um, taking them on a the date and pay for everything. It's different than France. Here, it's like they expect, and you have some pros. They say, "Oh, let's go to that restaurant," and they pick up the most expensive restaurants. Uh huh. I mean, it's, yeah, it's that's annoying. So it's just about it's about paying for a meal that bothers you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's just the whole process. It's, they have games. Some girls are really good at it. Do you ham up the French shit? No, no. I mean, it depends, but the, the French accent can help on the, when it's a tricky situation. I pretend I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Or... Are you on dating apps? All of them. <laughs> All of them. What's your favorite app? They're all stupid. Is abortion legal in France? Yeah. You ever paid for an abortion? <laughs> no. Is that, is that one of the things that bothers you about American women? They expect you to pay for them. Do you think French uh, people in general are a little bit more homophobic and racist than Americans? Go ahead. Mm, no, I mean, the, the gay community is pretty big in, in France. Maybe mm-hmm. I didn't tell you, but I used to be bartender in a gay club. Uh-huh. And I had a cage. I was a cage dancer. You're a cage dancer? <laughs> I didn't tell you. <laughs> I didn't know about the cage dancing. Yeah. I had a cage, the place called Freedom Coffee. I was like 19 or 20. Uh-huh. And I wanted to make some money for the summer sure. to travel. So I told my friend, hey, can I work in your uh-huh. in your coffee? So we were opening at 6 p.m. until 2 a.m. Oh, that's a lot of dancing. Love dancing. And we closed for a few hours and we reopened for breakfast from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. in the morning. A lot of dancing. So you're saying because you were a cage dancer, you personally could never be homophobic. No, I mean, no. Did you make great money? No, we don't tip in France. Oh, what's what's the point of being a cage dancer then? Because, you know, the girls who want to be safe, they go to a gay club. Oh, so you were still in your own homophobic mind being like, (laughs) I'm dancing for women. (laughs) At this gay club. (laughs) See, here's what I think. Most of my friends, I find, are foreign. And I think that's because whenever I hang out with somebody that's American, as soon as they rub me the wrong way with the way they think about something like that, it immediately makes me put a wall up. 
But with foreign people, I always assume, ah, there's a language barrier or there's something else. And so I turn a blind eye to some of the negative stuff. I think that might be another reason that I enjoy hanging out with foreigners is because for the most part, you don't find me funny. So I I find it challenging sometimes to make you laugh. But I also notice that when you like insult me, I feel like I'm going back to like the seventh grade where it's really a juvenile insult. (laughs) You constantly like to make fun of my legs. Uh, You have got nice legs, yeah. You know, yeah, sometimes I don't understand you joke, but I understand your body language. (laughs) 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 The stuff you move or you do sometimes, they're funny, yeah. So you know that it's a joke just by my body language? Yeah, like the way you move or you act, it's, yeah, sometimes. What's wrong with my legs? Do you think they're just too thin? The proportion. The proportions are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You have a long body. Uh Uh-huh. Long um, torso, torso, and torso is this part. No, the the top of the leg. Okay, just the thigh. Thigh is long from the knee to the the foot. Foot, it gets tiny. <laughs> <laughs> so when you walk, it's funny. <laughs> That's not true. It is true. It's not true. I'm, I'll let anyone size me. I guarantee I'm completely proportionate. And the best part is when you run. Oh, it takes a different, different approach of running. <laughs> What does that mean? I don't know. You you run funny. I saw you running the other day on the beach. I couldn't believe that was you. I was like, it's not Daniel. He can run. Oh, because I can and run. And then you got closer. I was like, oh, yeah, it's Daniel. Uh-huh. Mm. You still play the lottery every week? It's three times a week. You play it three times a week? Yeah. <laughs> People always accuse the French of being elitist. I'm going to list a few things, and I want you to say which country does them the best. Food. France. You think so? Uh-huh. It's not true. <laughs> What's the best? Italy? No. Are you kidding me? No, all you the best th- chef are in France. All right, I don't know that that's true. <laughs> all right, wine. France. Mm-hmm. Cheese. France. Fashion. France. How about art? Uh, France, Italy has some good arts. Mm-hmm. Mm. Comedy? Uh, France, yeah. Oh, I mean, shut the fuck no, up. No, US, US, US. Shut US, the fuck US. up. No one ever thinks comedy thinks... Yeah, we have oh, good you movies. France has good movies. I know a movie that you love. Huh? Here's a movie that you think is so funny, and I don't understand why you think Which it's so one? funny. Three Billboards. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. What's your favorite, like, what's your favorite movies? I thought Forrest Gump was good. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Fly Above Cuckoo's Nest. Uh Uh-huh. That's a good one, too. These are all classics. All right. What about American sports? You really get upset with me during football season. Yeah, I don't get it. And you spend hours watching this. It bothers you. It makes you mad. I don't know. There's no action. Hey, what's your favorite college football team? Uh, Notre Dame. (laughs) (laughs) And it's only your favorite because... Because I can understand. Because Notre Dame is Notre Dame. Mm Mm-mm. So you think that it has some correlation with France? All the, you watch a lot of basketball. I well. love basketball. I'm a bit more into basketball. But. What's your favorite team? Um, what is the one against the Lakers? Against the Lakers? Yeah. Any team that they're playing? No, no. The, Clippers? The Clippers. You like the Clippers? I like here the in Clippers. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Because my friend gets annoying. I don't. I hate the Lakers, so I I always root against. Oh the yeah, Lakers. you like the one in the Dolphins. Well, that yes, I do like the Dolphins. Yeah, they're in football, and then oh, it's football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the basketball team is the Miami Heat. Uh, Miami Heat, yeah. You like tennis as well. You want to watch tennis. the tennis, yeah. At Roland Garros. Yeah. The amount of I I conceived my son at Roland oh, that's Garros. That's right. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh. I mean, that's right. I don't know about Oh, the red clay <laughs> of Roland Garros. Mm. That's just fun that's to say. That's just fun to say. My daughter looks a lot like you. I noticed. I didn't want to tell you, but I noticed. <laughs> Have you ever had sex with my wife? Yes or no? No. Here's a quiz about France. Want to hear a quiz? Yeah. When did France last execute someone by guillotine? Ready? Here's your choices. 1795, 1863, or 1977? The second one. Nope. 1977. By guillotine? Yeah. Damn. I should bring this back. Uh, Is it? Yeah. So, I mean, according to this, I mean, it's Eddie. Eddie, is Eddie? that true? <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. It's radical. How much French do I know? Uh, what did you, what's the one thing I'm I not allowed you, to say? I taught you a couple oh, of words. Oh, comme si, comme ça. That's it. No, when I say bonjour to you, you say... I say ça va. Perfect. I, that's all I ever say. Mm. I can remember my French class going, Taxi, taxi, oui, madame, un fond, coup, allez-vous, à la tour, il fait bon, tout suite. Avala, cavon, France, s'il vous plaît, merci, madame, merci, monsieur. Dorian, madame, Dorian, something like that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah it oh, sounds good. To le pondre dans le cul. <laughs> <laughs> you say that to a girl in the water, and yeah, that was, was intense. <laughs> <laughs> I said that to somebody in the water. Oh, but we didn't tell her what it meant. No, but she figured. No, she didn't figure. I think she went on internet after. How, how dare you? She never figured. You've banged a grandma in our neighborhood. I've been what? You had sex with a grandma in our neighborhood? Probably did, yeah. Remember that one thing? With, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, remember, yeah. <laughs> you've banged a grandma, you've banged my kid's teacher, and you've banged tons of Russians. Russians? Yeah, but I mean, Russians, it's, it's, it's difficult. What do you mean? Because they're very expensive. Ah, uh, I know, didn't know that. They, 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 like, they like the money. Sometimes, you know, I cannot afford a house, so to get those girls on dates, it's sometimes uh, difficult. Are you dating someone right now? Yeah. Are you in love, Pierre? I don't know. I could be. All right. Uh, we'll would, you, would you ever get married? I don't think so. I don't know. Do you want to have kids someday? I don't think so. Why? I don't know, because I need to text you to go surfing anytime. I know, but it'd be fun. It'd be fun to see you as a dad. Your president was uh, 15 when he met his wife, who was 40. Just wanted you to know that. Macron. Macron, yeah. His wife's older. Yeah, yeah. He was 15 when he met her. She was 40 at the time. <laughs> he was his teacher. That's, that's, that's who your president is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Did you ever smoke? Yeah. Everyone in France smokes. I mean, smoke like when I was partying. Or... Do you still smoke? No. You have a problem with alcohol, don't you? Go ahead. Talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I like to party. I mean, I haven't drink for six months. I now. know. Were you? Did you do better with women when you were drinking than you are sober? Maybe for the approach. Yeah, you have more game when you're drunk. What about what other? What are your favorite uh, other drugs? You, marijuana? You like marijuana? No. Do you? Do, no, I was drinking. Only drinking. Yeah. You've always worked in uh, since I've known you. Fashion, mm -hmm. women's uh, swimwear and lingerie. Mm -hmm. Lingerie? Lingerie, we just launched the lingerie. Oh, you make you make lingerie even sound sexier by saying lingerie. So every interview, I uh, I give the guest on the show a gift. It's just something from my house that I want to get rid of. Okay. So I just give I them... I know your house. So I know. Yeah. I always try to think of something that they would want. Okay, so here's what I got you. I got you a bunch of um, my really nice... Uh, uh, sweaters, because I know you wear sweaters, mm. that, that I think hang too short on me. 
And because you're French, oh, I, I feel like you beautiful. need lines. You, French love stripes. I like it. Okay. Thank you. They're, they're, hold on, I got a bunch. It's good quality as well. No, it's good. These are good brands. This is Neiman Marcus. That's going to be a nice sweater. That's beautiful. Thank you. Look at this. This is, this is Rag and Bone. Wow. These are some nice I'm sweaters. Nice. Okay. Thank you, Daniel. Uh -huh. This is a. This is just. This one might be a little too tight. If you want to be sexy, you wear that one. Thank you, Daniel. Okay. That's a, a bunch of sweaters. You're welcome. Yeah, keep the bag. Yeah, you keep the bag. That's nice. Put them. Get them off the table. And we've taken some great surf trips. Yeah, not too far from the house, but we have some some good moments. I think one. What about time, Waco? Oh, Waco was good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for taking me. Waco, uh, your surf pool. Uh, Pierre and I went there. Uh, you you kind of messed up our reservation, but uh, we'd love to come back if you give us a, a ton of free time. All right. I think another thing that we like is that uh, that we bond on is that we enjoy surfing almost more when it's bad. Because nobody's out. We don't ever like people to be near us in the water. Oh, we had but some bad surf, yeah. And then we ride. Uh, the, you got me to buy these these garbage foam surfboards from France. From France. Yeah. They were really cheap. Yeah. What's the name of them? Uh, Decathlon Olion. 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 Now, I know you're not a sponsor yet, but if you want to send <laughs> us just a bunch of free of your surfboards, we would love that. Those Olion boards, man. The you one got that you two. bought. You got two of them. Mm -hmm. One of them is meant for children, but we still ride the shit out of it. It's mm -hmm. really fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Send us that. Like, was it seven two? No, we have the six eight. Six, send us a bunch of those six eights. Yellow, send us a stack yellow. of those yellow six eights with the carve out body and the handle in the middle. <laughs> They're complete garbage boards, but for some reason we enjoy beating them up. You know what's weird about our neighborhood too is how we became friends with so many little kids. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we, we were friends with yeah, these but kids. Cool. They're All right, they're, they're wonderful, but we watched them grow up, and now they're, like, in their 20s. And it's you know, the best thing is Arthur, uh -huh. when he was surfing, he was a kid. I gave him a, a wetsuit that uh -huh. was too small for me. And he was, like, I don't know, 12, 13 years old. He said, oh, Pierre, thank you so much. You can have, for the rest of my life, all the waves you want. I'm like, Arthur, mm -hmm. be careful, because right. this is going to stick. And now every time a good wave comes, I say, Arthur, remember what you say when you're a kid? That wave is for me. <laughs> Arthur broke his foot one day. We were, we were surfing the place that we don't talk about, and it was a real day. It was good, uh, and we were alone. And he broke his foot. It was like 6 in the morning. It was like before school. He was going like in high school. And he's like, hey, you got to help me back, help me home. And I'm like, yeah, but like I'm not – I'm going to surf for another hour. So I, he sat – like on, on a rock for an hour with a broken foot while I caught every wave and then I carried him home. <laughs> I was just the best. You know, which is funny, he always wants to, since he, he surfed with the oldest, he wants to prove so he goes for big waves oh. and challenging situations. I saw him like... I've seen him get killed. Yeah, like dude, but he's huge now. But now he's it's big. now he's just a, a, a tank of a person. Yeah, yeah. The thing I told him once when he was like 16 or 17 years, I said, I go, the day you turn 18, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> uh, and then I think by the time he was 18, he was already like so much bigger. You do have never like, done it? <laughs> yeah, let's just forget about that. You care about surfing. That's something that's different. We both surf a ton, but you care about, like you know who the pro surfers are, you know when the contests are going on and you watch pro contests. I don't do anything. Mm. I don't like anything about surfing except for the act of surfing. And you're, I mean, you're a good surfer. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Well, I've surfed my whole life. Yeah. Since I, could, sure. since I could walk. But the funny part is when you get competitive. Yeah, it's funny. That's funny? You, yeah, you just change. 
You ever He's see, so competitive. Do you ever, see, you ever see me get mad in the water? Yeah. Do I yell at people? Yeah, no, no. There's a funny story. Like, there's those kids keep paddling around. And one of the kids, you you pointing like where he should sit. Mm-hmm. And he thought you wanted to shake his hand. He wanted to shake the hand, but you say, no, I'm pointing where you should sit and don't come next to me. Remember that story? <laughs> no, but that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. And the guy was like, what? Yeah, I run a tight ship out there. Mm-hmm. We are coming out of the surf and this, this girl was walking two girls just when we start hanging out. And this girl said, oh my God, that's Daniel Tosh. Can I get a picture? Uh-huh. And you say no. And you start running the opposite way. <laughs> I thought that was funny. You thought that was funny. Well, it's because it combines two things. It combines things uh, that you love, girls and me running. And surfing. <laughs> Three things. Oh. Yeah, you know, it was a funny story uh, that, that you can't get over. One time we were surfing uh, one spot, but we were we decided to go to a different spot that's walkable from where we were surfing. For some reason, we just kept our leashes on because we were going to go <laughs> run to this other spot that was only a hundred yards away, maybe a two hundred yards max. And we happened to pass the greatest female surfer uh, in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, do you remember her name? Stephanie Gilmore. Stephanie Gilmore. And Stephanie Gilmore looks at us and goes, oh, why you guys got your leashes on? And like, we're like 10 years old. Right? <laughs> and you didn't realize it until we had like ran past and that she was me, making fun of us. You told me, yeah. And you got so mad. Oh yeah, I got mad. That was funny. But yeah, we had all leash on, like working like kids. You didn't like being teased by Stephanie Gilmore. Uh, I'd like to be teased by Stevie. Oh know. come on, she's you. You you, uh, you always uh, resented her uh, her sister for not wanting to date you. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> Didn't go well. <laughs> I she's tried. Stephanie Gilmore, the greatest female surfer of all time, the Kelly Slater in female surfing, and and she has a, a, a beautiful sister. Uh, she's and, gorgeous, yeah. and Stephanie's beautiful, and yeah. and. Uh, Pierre tried to hook up with her sister, and her sister was not in front it. of you as well. I did to make you laugh, I, and you you said to me, "You should have stopped after the first sentence." But I keep pushing, and you said, "It's enough." Oh, it was bad. It's nothing worse than watching you strike out in the water. <laughs> Tell me about the time you got a blowjob in the Soho house bathroom. <laughs> no, I didn't get a blowjob. Oh, you made love. Mm-hmm. And then I asked you, I said, would you wear a condom? And you said, no, no, people don't wear condoms anymore. It's not fashionable. <laughs> Is that true? People don't uh, wear condoms no, anymore? No, people wear condoms. You have to wear condoms. Okay. Yeah. You like to jog every day? Not every day, but I like to jog, yeah. Get things out. Yeah. It's good for the brain as well. Do you do Do you do mental health? Do you do like mental health exercises? Do you see a therapist? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a therapist? Mm-hmm. Me neither. No. <laughs> I just go You're surfing. my therapist. <laughs> it's scary. I just go surfing. My, sometimes my wife, when she gets, uh, w- w- when I'm like, you know, starting you, to get really, she um, send you to, she's like, just go surfing. Yeah. Fucking get out of the house. Go get smart. in the ocean. She's smart. You have any uh, diseases from all, the, so. from all the sex? No. You've never gotten diseases from no, all the sex? No, good. I'm mm. lucky. No, real lucky. No, I got malaria in Africa. What's that? I got malaria in Africa. The fuck? You got m- <laughs> malaria, 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 malaria in Africa. Yeah. In a in a in a Africa. Oh, in Africa. Africa. Your accent sometimes to me sounds like someone doing a bad Christopher Walken impression. Mm. Well, my friends have got 
peanut butter stuck in my mouth. Okay. Well, that's not <laughs> as funny. That's not as funny as what I said. We'll put some bad Christopher Walken impression next to him talking, and you're like, oh, God, it does kind of sound like... What you got to do is grab a free-range chicken. Do an impression of me talking. Do an, impre- do an impression of me talking about basketball. Basketball? <laughs> <laughs> that's what you always do in the water. You always say, oh, are you going to go watch basketball? <laughs> the thing is, you don't usually meet... Uh, when you're as old as we are, you don't usually like meet a guy and then just start hanging out with a guy. It's like, it's just bizarre. Mm-hmm. Well, Pierre, listen, I'm sure I'll talk to you 10 minutes after this is done. So um, anyway, thanks for being on the show. Thank you, Daniel. Okay. Mm. Au revoir. Au revoir, monsieur. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That was another great interview. Thank you to Pierre and all the women that he has loved. Thank you, too. With me, as always, is my dog, Carl, for the 
post-show interview wrap-up. By the way, Pierre immediately sent me photos of him wearing the sweater. He also sends me photos of his lunch every day. And I, I want to put a couple of these photos up. Carl wouldn't even eat this food. Hostages don't even eat like this. He's always like, I like sausages. I'm like, it's not sausages. Those are hot dogs. And it's on mashed potatoes. And there's cheese on top. Sometimes he does uh, uh, some pasta with hot dogs and cheese and potato chips. None of it makes sense. And then comes on my show and talks about the French palate being more sophisticated. And then I just, I can't stop looking at it because it's so insane to me that a 45-year-old man eats like this. What's going on? We got any stand-up to plug, Carl? What are we doing? We performing in Reno? I got some new dates coming in 2024. We'll be doing another proper tour. Check out boyswearpink.com. Clothing line I started for my toddler. Sit, sit down, Carl. See you next week. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun. Oh, I love that one. FX's new international spy thriller, The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.